Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Among the First, a pop punk podcast brought to you from Provo, Utah. Welcome to the very first episode of the Among the First pop punk podcast from Provo, Utah. Uh, my name is Vance, and I'll be a co-host of this podcast. Um, we have Quiggs here with me, and he'll be the co-host. What up, what up? Um, Quiggs and I both live here in Provo. We're introduce yourself a little bit, though. Okay, yeah, so my name is Brandon Quigley, a.k.a. Quiggs, a.k.a. Quigmaster Flash. Just kidding. Um, just call me Quiggs like everyone <laughs> else does. Um, so, yeah, so I just graduated uh, from BYU. I'm in electrical engineering, so I'm kind of a nerd in that regard, but love pop punk music, so I ain't tripping. <laughs> love sports. Um, so I'm just working full-time. I uh, just got married a couple months ago, right on the same time Vance did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We've both been married for, I've been married for about six weeks, and you've been married for a little longer than that, right? Just add, add a few more weeks to that. Yeah, nice. I'm not sure. My wife would shoot me if I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, well, chances are she won't listen to <laughs> good this thing she, Good thing she ain't listening to this. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm the same way. I'm actually from Arizona, and I live here in Pro Utah now. I'm going to school. Still got a couple more years till I graduate, but um, I just got married. Love pop punk. I wish there was a bigger scene here in Utah. It's pretty small. Super small, but we make do. And uh, super stoked to start talking about pop punk with you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we enjoy talking about it, because pretty much if you could record all Quigs and Mine's conversations from like the last year that we've known each other, I think... I think that would be entertaining for me to listen to. I think you fill up Spotify with all that. <laughs> yeah. Being Actually, speaking of that, do you remember the first time, maybe not the first time we met, but the first time we like actually talked? Yeah, you were wearing a men overboard hoodie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my man. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I think, no, I think, oh, yeah, yeah, because it was at like a church activity uh-huh. on a Sunday night. Yeah. Right? And uh, I think you were wearing... Maybe a blink shirt or something also. Uh-huh, I think so. Or, oh no, there was another kid. Because you came for the first time, the same, team, same time this other kid, Hunter, came to the ward. And he was oh, wearing a bear yeah. tooth hat. he was wearing a bear tooth. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, new people in the ward, like, <laughs> are going to know, or, like, are going to know good music and stuff. And then I think that same day I talked to you. Uh-huh. Um, but then I think, like, we talked briefly that day, but then... Over the summer, one day after softball. Oh, we were playing we were, softball. Well, That's we right. went to watch um, some girls in the ward play football. Mm-hmm. And then we were sitting in the grass. And I think I was trying to explain to one of my roommates, like, what, like he asked me something about music and I was trying to explain it to him. And then you were sitting right there, but I, we hadn't really, like, talked a ton at that oh, point right. but then like that's i think when we like i was finally like oh my gosh i'm gonna get along with quigs because that was, that was right because we we, list, we were listening to four years strong out there yeah and everybody else kind of like who are these kids that's what it was i was playing music on my phone while we were just uh-huh. sitting there okay uh, and i started singing along to uh like heroes get remembered or yeah something like that oh my gosh dude i i mean in my experience I feel like I've made some of the best friends so quick just through music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about it because I i mean like I play a bunch of instruments very poorly. Like I can play like guitar a little bit. I played the drums through high school, like elementary, middle, and high school. But I like I'm not super good. But I've just like been so involved in music. And I have like, I mean you and I both have like this 
define like this is our favorite but we can kind of listen to whatever and so when i find somebody that can that also is into that kind of stuff i make friends super quick with them Mm -hmm. has that been kind of your experience as well yeah i agree 100 percent. i think it's because if you're into the genre of pop punk there's just like a lot of other things that that go along with that that's true you know it's kind of like you grew up like a certain lifestyle like like, if someone listens to pop punk, you just know they played Tony Hawk Pro Skater growing up. <laughs> That's funny. I was just talking about that earlier. You know they probably owned a Razor Scooter or two or three. <laughs> probably know, skated or at least skated wanted to skate. Skated or wanted to be skated. You know they got some good fashion sense. <laughs> probably probably were athletic, although sports were not their major interest per se that's funny because that's almost like my same thing i mean you and i both like ran cross country and track Uh but like we like other sports i just wasn't super good at them i mean that was my experience that's funny i always wished i was better at sports so i could like play at a more competitive level but everything was just pretty much pickup that's so funny dude that like reminds me of high school just like i played football my freshman year Mm -hmm. um and i played football all growing up in high school or before high school but then once I got to high school, I was super skinny, really small, didn't get a lot of playing time my freshman year. Probably like I only got in like half the games and only for like a couple of plays in each of those games. So I was like, forget this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I started running cross country. But I remember like my junior and senior year when I really started to like date girls and stuff, I was always super jealous of like the football players because I felt like they were like most popular guys. And mm-hmm. I was like this weird cross country runner that liked emo music. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think definitely... You kind of stand out because you, you had to go through, like, some some difficult times kind of, like, in high school. Yeah. Because, like, at least for me, so I grew up, like, in South Detroit, you know, and hip-hop and rap, you know, is what all the cool people listen to. That's true. You know, and, like, I appreciate that, you know, and I still get down to some Biggie Smalls <laughs> and Eminem, you know. It's good to have diversity. It, it is good to have diversity, but it's, like, my primary, you know, musical love is, you know, the emo pop punk scene and so you know my friends that would listen to that as well you know were few and far between yeah and so i kind of like separated you from a lot of the the in crowds per se that's true yeah and then i think that was like something that bothered me for a long time but then i think after i graduated high school and i got into college i kind of like just embraced it and Mm -hmm. i wasn't worried about girls caring anymore and like when I was dating, obviously I'm married now, we're both married, but when I was dating and girls would ask, like in high school, what kind of music I liked, I would always be like, oh, you know, everything. I can listen to anything, it's fine. But like at my house, I would never just listen to anything. I would like listen to exactly, I knew exactly <laughs> what music I liked. But then I like with my wife, like our first date, I always like, like I said, I connect people super quick with music and she's not into pop punk and stuff, but she was like, you know, what kind of music do you listen to? And I was straight up like emo, punk rock, pretty much all the stuff that I loved in high school. Like, I love that <laughs> stuff. And I just like didn't care anymore. And and it works out. I, I don't care. She doesn't care. I can listen to music. And, and it's nice. I don't have to hide anything. It's, it's really cool. It was perfect. Yeah, like, you know, similar to that. I remember on the first date my wife and I went on, um, I think I was listening to uh, had, like a decade under the influence nice on like in the background and i could like hear her kind of singing along to it oh my god and i was like oh shoot and she's like oh no that's the only song i know by taking back someday (laughs) she's like but i was like but you know who they are yeah and like she like doesn't know like she likes blink 182 you know kind of the more mainstream right but besides that like 
she could take or leave any of the music I listen to. Yeah. And it's kind of nice. Like, I feel like in high school, that was like a big deal for girls. They thought it was kind of weird if they found out. Mm-hmm. But then I think once you get older, you can kind of just like whatever you like. And people, people mature. People mature and they kind of just like take it for what it is. It's not like it changes who you are. It's just your interests. Exactly. That's cool. Um, speaking of like music that we liked in high school and I feel like, well, for me, I feel like I really started getting into this music younger than a lot of people. Um, and this might be similar for you. It might be similar for a lot of people that like this kind of music, but I remember when I was like 11, 10 or 11, I was at a family reunion and this is like the first time I can remember, um, specifically liking a band, like, like saying, I like that band. I used to just like oh, I like that song I heard on the radio. I didn't know who sang it or what song it was or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember at a family reunion, I had cousins from Nevada. And this was a family reunion in Mexico. And we were camping, but they had a tent trailer, I remember. And I always hung out with them in there because it was just like kind of fancy and I just had a tent. And so I went in there one time and they're like, hey, we have this, this song we want to show you, this band. Um, and this was like, you know, 17 years ago or so. And so like year 2000, maybe even 1999, I can't remember. But it was um, Aliens Exist by Blink-182. <laughs> that was the song they showed yes. me. And I was like, this song is so sick. And I listened to it so much that week um, on that family reunion. And then I went back. And if anybody asked me what band I liked, Blink-182. Because mm-hmm. I was like, one, the only band I knew, but I loved it. Yeah, I just like couldn't get enough. And, so, and then from then on, um, I like would... I mean, that was like way before... I could just jump on Spotify and find related artists mm-hmm. or whatever. It was it took, tough back in the day. It really was. And um, this was like when we were downloading, we were on dial-up internet, and so my dad <laughs> would like, he got like Morpheus, uh-huh. which is like music downloading software for those that don't know, maybe that are younger than us. Morpheus <laughs> was music downloading, like kind of like Napster. I think we had Napster at one point. Then we got <laughs> Morpheus, but we were on dial-up internet, so we could only download one song at a time. <clears throat> so yeah. I know that I asked my dad to download that song, Aliens Exist, but I didn't know any other songs. Mm-hmm. But then I heard like all the small things on the radio and stuff like that. Um, and then as I started to get a little bit older, uh, I started hanging out with my uncle a lot. Um, my uncle lived in Utah at the time, but I seriously thought he was the coolest guy in the world because he liked music. And he, I started to get into the same music he was liking. And he was a huge influence on me for music and gave me tons of um, like music suggestions. And he would always... I would like always text him or something if I found a new band that I liked and he's the one that gave me my first census fail CD and that CD that is a band that I fell in love with from the start um I remember this kid in my neighborhood when I was like in seventh grade gave me two Blink-182 CDs and that's where I fell in love with the whole album of Enema of the State Enema of the State and Cheshire Cat Mm -hmm. and I feel like my uncle his name's Eric he's the one that influenced most of my like musical interests and he, I kind of like assumed that he went to concerts all the time just because he like talked about music all the time. And I figured like, that's what you did. You went to concerts. And one time, I think when I was like 18 or 19, I had been to a bunch of concerts and I texted him or I, I was with him somewhere or something. And he was like, he just told me, he's like, wow, you've been to like way more concerts than I have ever been <laughs> to. And I was like 19. He's only like eight years older than me, but I was like shocked. It like blew my mind that he had never been to concerts and he like loves all that kind of music, but he had only ever been to like one concert or two concerts and they weren't even bands that he was super into. He just happened to go for some reason <laughs> and it kind of like blew my mind. 
but he's the one that got me into the music, like influenced me to like really get into it. And then, um, pretty much once I was able to pirate music, that's when I like started to discover tons and tons of bands. That's when the dam blew open. That's seriously when I could just be like the floodgates. I like Blink One Eighty Two, and in one click I could download two hundred of their songs. Their whole like discography. All of it. All of it. What about you? How did you like? What influenced you to get into this kind of music? Yeah, so I think along the similar similar circumstances, I think pretty much any millennial pretty much can thank Blink One Eighty Two. For uh, getting them into the pop, the punk scene, the pop punk scene. Yeah, I remember for me it kind of came in an unconventional way because I don't have any siblings or like older friends growing up, mm. um, and so I didn't have kind of that like exposure to it. But I remember I was probably like twelve or thirteen, and I was playing of all games. It was Madden two thousand and four. Okay, and uh, they had feeling this on all the right. soundtrack, and I remember like I hated every song on the soundtrack. Besides feeling this and uh, Chapter Four by Venge, oh, okay. But uh, so I just absolutely loved feeling this. I fell in love with it, <laughs> and kind of along your lines, I'm like, I can't get enough of Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a Canadian radio station that would that play I Miss You, an Adam song in Detroit. In Detroit, oh, yeah, because nice. it's just like right across the river from yeah. Canada, and so we would like listen to blink on the radio and i'm just like oh i love this band you know i can't get enough of them yeah and so i kind of kind of started me off um in that direction and then as well i think green day had a pretty big um effect oh, as well that's true i didn't even think about green although day. like they're probably not on the pop punk spectrum of things you know definitely more punk or you yeah. know alternative but that's what kind of got me going in that direction i think because I remember the first album I bought was American Idiot. Okay. And then I bought, like, international super hits, like, a week after that. <laughs> I just had, like, all their hits off of all their, their previous their albums. albums. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of like a compilation of that. And I just remember just, you know, falling in love, like, with that genre of music. Yeah. And so from there, it's like Newfound Glory, you know, just kind of fell into place. Yeah. You know, all these, you know, all the other bands came into the picture. And then Guitar Hero came out, and you know, like <laughs> Fat Lip by Sum Forty One's got to be, you know, oh, yeah. one of the the best songs off of there. So Sum Forty One, yeah, came into the picture, and then from there, it's just like, you know, other bands like that, The Offspring, yeah, just kind of get you going. And then, like you said, kind of once Pyrene came into play, pumps <laughs> um, all that it's up. A, it's a whole that new, illegality of whole, our past. A whole new world comes <laughs> comes into perspective. Yeah, um, and so that was definitely how I got introduction um, to it. But then in high school, it kind of escalated because um, there is a local local band, Fireworks, um, that came out of Detroit, um, and they they never made it like super big. They had a song, um, Arrows, that was on like the 2012 Warp Tour compilation album. Okay, and so like it was like in the top ten on their absolutely terrible song in my opinion. <laughs> but you know. One of their more it got, successful songs. It got, them, it got them recognition, so, you know, I'm cool with it. Nice. But, you know, they kind of got me introduced to the actual genre, and they would go on tour with, like, uh, or not on tour, but they would, like, play shows with The Wonder Years, and nice. from there got into Man Overboard and Transit. Dude, all those kind of, like, East Coast bands. All those East Coast that bands. That I was never exposed to until, like, really until just a couple of years ago, when... 
I could really like branch out through social media and internet now and really find bands that I like. Mm-hmm. But those kind of bands I never never heard of until until recently. Yeah, and those those are all the bands that kind of started it out for me. Right. You know, like I remember, like I just love and I still love the Wonder Years, Man Overboard. Oh, yeah. You know, two of my absolute favorite bands. Um, so that's kind of kind of my intro to nice to the scene. That's so cool. I actually, while you were talking, I was just like remembering um did you ever watch music videos on yahoo.com i remember for some reason that was like before youtube obviously mm-hmm. you could go to yahoo.com or it's like yahoo music.com i can't remember it was it was yahoo music yeah yahoo music i remember i i wasn't big into it but i had a lot of friends that were and they, they would tell me about yeah tell me about what they watched and stuff. that's where i uh my dad actually so my dad um, he's into a lot of good music, but not like the same music I am, but he's into like Sublime. Okay. He's the one that showed me who Sublime was. <laughs> I saw 311 with my dad. Um, Solid. Um, he likes The Killers and Weezer and kind of like, I mean, that's kind of like dad music. Yeah, that's, but, that's good dad music. But right it's there. like good too. It's like, that's like ways we can connect over mm-hmm. music. But he's the one that showed me the video for Fat Lip. Okay. And, uh... That's what's up. I can't remember if it was, like, a digital... It was, like, a cartoon video. Mm-hmm. Is it a... Have you seen that video? Do you remember? Oh, it's been... It's, it's been, been a, a while. Long time. I think it's, like... I think at least the version that he had downloaded to our computer somehow uh-huh. so we could watch <laughs> it without internet um, was, like, either a cartoon version. Yeah, yeah, because I remember that part was, like, don't count on me. They're, yeah. like, all dressed... It's, like, cartoon versions of the band, and they're, like, all dressed up like a boy band. And mm-hmm. they're like singing, but that's right. That's um, right. That video, the into deep video, where they're like on the diving boards, uh-huh. super funny. Um, that's yeah. Fantastic. Same with uh, Green Day. I remember my dad was actually really into Green Day, and I heard mm-hmm. the song "Basket Case" for the first time from him when I was mm-hmm. super young. Dang, maybe my roots go back farther than I thought. <laughs> the, the the other band I just thought of um, when you were talking was My Chemical Romance. Oh, I how think can we forget? What is another one um, that got a lot of people into just that emo kind of That's true. style of music? Were you more of like a Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge or Black Parade? So I, I started out three Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Yeah. Um, Helena was my jam. Yeah, dude. Or Helena, however it's pronounced. <laughs> Mich- Mich- Michigan people talk weird. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. I, I remember watching the music video for I'm Not Okay uh-huh. in like 7th or 8th grade. Oh, that's, and the, that's the best right Dude, there. I love that. That was like one of the first songs I feel like I really like connected with almost. Like, like I could relate to the lyrics. Like I was getting old enough to where like maybe like things were hard at school. Yeah. You know, hard. Exactly. Like hard then. Not They seem dumb now, but like. Life, life began to be difficult about that time. Yeah. Like it became real. It's Yeah. It's like, so it's like, I'm not okay. Right. I'm not O F N K. Exactly. And I just yeah, I love that. But it was like there was almost like like I said before, there's a stigma with like you didn't want to tell everybody that you loved my chemical romance. Uh-huh. Like it was almost like like you could tell your friends mm-hmm. because like that's cool. Like that you like this crazy band or like was like kind of breaking the rules at the time, like yeah. breaking out of the norm. Um but then you wouldn't just tell everyone. Like, I wouldn't tell my grandma that I liked the song called I'm Not Okay. I'm Not Okay. Actually, funny story. In eighth grade, um, I this girl didn't have a printer at her house or something. And I I used to, like, have binders for all my different classes. Uh-huh. You know, like the white 
three ring binders yeah. you could put paper in the front and I would put music lyrics <laughs> that I loved and so I printed out the lyrics to Sugar We're Going Down um, and she was like oh I want a copy of those lyrics like and I don't have a printer can you print that out for me and so I went home and printed it and I guess like my printer printed two copies and my grandma was babysitting us and so I went to school and took her her copy but then there was a copy left in the printer and my grandma got home or I got home and my grandma was babysitting she was like she was like, Bant, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay. Like, and I was kind of like ticked off that she was babysitting us. <laughs> um, my parents were on vacation somewhere. And um, she was like, I need you to explain this right now. And I was like, what? And I like read through the lyrics and I was like, I don't understand it. And she's like, I want you to be the, I want to be the friction in your jeans. And I was like, oh, uh, and I kind of played down. I was like, what does that mean? Which I don't know what that means. <laughs> And she was like, I'm going to have a talk with your mother about this. And I was like, oh, shoot. But I don't think, I think my mom probably like sang along with that song with mm-hmm. me anyways. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny because we both got in trouble with our grandmas. Did you really? To sugar we're going No down. way. <laughs> what I, happened with you? So I remember. Because um, like when I think of that song, it's not a, it's it's not, not a dirty song. It doesn't song. sound bad. No. Right? It's just like there's just a couple suggestive lines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all oh, the whole song is suggestive, right. you know. But, yeah, so I remember um, we had a little family gathering at her house. Okay. And I was just kind of, like, chilling, like, listening to music on my iPod. It's probably eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to Sugar We're Going Down. And then my aunt comes in, and then she's like, oh, Brandon, what are you listening to? And I was like, I'm listening to Fall Out Boy. What's up? <laughs> you know, like, trying to sound all cool and stuff. And then she you was probably like, did a peace sign, too. Uh-huh. I think so. I think I was so something along those lines. I don't remember exactly what I did. But yeah, and so she was like, oh, she's like, well, let me listen to that song. And then she listens to it and she's like, you're just a notch in my bedpost. <laughs> she's like, do you even know what that means? And then I try to like, like, uh, act all tough. And I was like, yeah, it means I'm a, means I'm a player or something like that. <laughs> my grandma was there too. And she's like, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. And my mom got, got all mad. She's like, is that what you're listening to? Is that what you're getting on, uh, on iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes. Is that what you bought with the gift card we got you? <laughs> That's so funny. And so it's just so funny that we both got in trouble that is with funny. their grandmas for listening to that song. Uh, yeah, that is funny. And you know what's funny about that specific line, the I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in the song, is that... I think when I first heard that, I didn't understand what notch in my bedpost meant. Oh, not at all. I thought notch meant like, um, like a, you know how like in wood sometimes there's like, if it's like a brown wood, there's like a darker brown spot. Yeah. Like in, in a tree, whatever. Anyways, I thought that was a notch and I was like, I don't understand why he said that. Probably just like, it like sounded good in the song. So he put it. No, it absolutely did. And like, I remember like I had like a wooden kind of dark brown frame. Yeah. Like bed frame growing up. And there was, like, the dark brown spots, so I thought those were yeah. the notches, too. I was like, that, oh, that's what he's talking about. I'm like, that's no. what that is. Yeah, but then, as I think, no joke, like, I just always sang along, never thought twice about it until yeah. literally, like, probably like two or three years ago. I was like, I heard it one time, and I wasn't singing along. I just was listening to it for some reason. And I was like, notch, and, like, all the girls he slept with, like, yeah. like notches. <laughs> oh, that makes so much more sense now. Exactly. It was, that, dude, that's weird. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great line though. It great, is a great, great line. Lyric. Great song, still. Great song. I still love great that song. album. Seriously, I'm. I wish, wish Fall Out Boy still made music like that. Yeah, seriously, and I feel, I feel bad because 
I love that album. Like, every single song is great. Even, like, Dead on Arrival from their previous album. Oh, Take This to Your Grave. Yeah. That's still that's probably one of my top five albums of all time, I think. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's just so good. so influential and so good. But how do you feel about, like, because people, like, on the internet will, like, comment on YouTube videos. And like, oh, I wish they still made music like this. And then there's, like, tons of people that are, like, you should grow up just like the band did. And you can't like tell them like, oh. how do you feel about that? Because I kind of see it from both angles. I see it from both angles as well. The same with like Blink-182, their music. Actually, they have kind of, they've definitely matured. They have matured. And it sounds like better quality music. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's some bands like Fall Out Boy that used to make pop punk, punk and rock. Now and now there's just, just nothing rock or yeah. punk about it. And so like, how do you feel? Do you think... That a Fall Out Boy, you can be a fan of Fall Out Boy even if you don't like their new stuff? Yeah, I think I think you can. Um, I always specify when I say I like Fall Out Boy, their old stuff. Yeah. And everybody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You know, kind of same thing along the lines of like All Time Low. Yeah. You know, where it's like, I love All Time Low back in the day, <laughs> not their yeah. new crap. <laughs> it's true. But so, I mean, I think, because it's almost like they're two different bands. It's true. It's almost like there's like the the punk, rocky version of Fall Out Boy, and then there's this new pop radio. We're gonna make songs for Disney movies. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, and I kind of feel like a douche when I when people are like, oh, I love Fall Out Boy, and I'm like, oh yeah, me too, but just their old stuff. Uh huh. And then they like we're listening to one of their new songs, you know, on the radio, and I'm like, oh yeah, I, lo- I used to love Fall Out Boy, or I used to love All Time Low, and like I have cousins that are like 14 to 15 years old uh-huh. that die over All Time Low today, <laughs> but they've like never even heard So Wrong It's Right oh, or Coffee yeah, Shop Soundtrack. So Wrong It's Right. They've like never so heard that great. stuff, and so it's kind of like. Like, we almost like the same band. Yeah. But not really. No, like, I kind of embrace that. I feel bad. I kind of embrace that douchey perspective. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, like, what's your favorite song by them? Yeah. And I was like, say something <laughs> Name three band. Name and three I, albums. I was like, oh, yeah, what album is that off of? And they're like, I don't know. And I was like, well, take this to your grave. It's one of the best <laughs> albums of all time. <laughs> Ever heard it before? No, because you're a poser. Yeah, seriously. You don't even know this band. <laughs> That's funny. We're not actually jerks in real life. Uh uh-uh. uh. We just pretend to be jerks when it comes to music. Vance is one of the nicest people I know. <laughs> Thank you. I come off as being nice. <laughs> behind the scenes behind the scenes I got my perspectives. <laughs> yeah. I always got things in the back of my mind that I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um Well awesome. It was good to talk a little bit about where our music musical interests and tastes come from. I think that's I think it's really telling um for some people like I think if you grow up in the ways that we did where like we were allowed to listen to whatever music we wanted and like, um, yeah, I think that like really shapes how you listen to music for the rest of your life. Um, but then like, I know some people that their families just weren't super into music. Like they were like, they would listen to music in the car, but like my wife, like they didn't really ever listen to a ton of music. They just kind of whatever was on the radio. And so that's really all she likes, really all she knows. But Every once in a while, I'll turn on a pop punk playlist in the car, mm-hmm. and she'll sing along with Ocean Avenue. And she'll <laughs> sing along with some old Fall Out Boy, and like oh, yellow I have this, I have this uh, album or this playlist on Spotify called like Junior High or something like Junior that. Junior High, got, like, Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> um, Ohio's for lovers. Yeah, she doesn't really like it when Same I scream those sorry. words. And before and before we go, um, I think it'd be appropriate if we just said a few words, um, kind of address the elephant in the room. 
um, which we all know is the um, the passing of of beloved Lincoln Park singer um, Chester Bennington. Dude, sad day, super sad day for for everyone. For I mean, it's not only just those that were super huge fans of Lincoln Park, but it's really sad. It's always sad when somebody like commits suicide, mm-hmm. right? Especially a high profile like that. Yeah, Lincoln Park's been around for for forever. It seems. No, for a lot of us, you know, they were kind of like gateway into like big people music. Yeah, you know, I remember being in like little kid in elementary school and just like loving Lincoln Park, like listening to Meteora and Hybrid Theory, just like till the labels ripped off the CD. <laughs> you know, and it's just like you know. Lincoln Park to me was almost like it's almost like a drug. They were almost like my marijuana, like a gateway into <laughs> you know into the real stuff. You know, it's like not necessarily my favorite. You know, like, but they they were solid and they were dependable. You know, reliable. You could yeah. always you know say I like Lincoln Park and people would would respect that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think I would never have said Blink One or sorry Blink One Eight Two. Yes, my favorite band. I would mm-hmm. never have said absolutely. That. <laughs> Lincoln Park is my favorite band. But they've always been solid. And yeah. Anytime a Lincoln Park song plays, I'm into it. Exactly. You I know, mean, I haven't been a super fan of like the most recent stuff, but the their old stuff is timeless. Mm-hmm. Like it's always good. It's always been good, and it's gonna be good. And and it's super sad to know that one of the most iconic voices in our generation, one of the first artists that I ever listened to, scream in a song. Screamed. Yeah, that's true. And like he's gone, and it's super sad. Um, it's also sad when you think about the fact that his suicide, because it is such a high profile, as you said, uh-huh. like that could trigger like a lot of people, like things like that really mess people up. They have a ripple effect. They really do. And it yeah. doesn't ever affect just one person. I mean, he left a wife and a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people that look up to him and I'm not saying that he was right or he was wrong or in, in choosing to do what he did, for sure, but there for is sure. a lot of people that we need to like keep an eye on now Yeah, because if they looked up to him and saw that he was struggling with, and suicide was his way, mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids that will feel that's what they need to do as well. Exactly. Kind of see it as like an out for them. Right. You know, as the, as the walking dead would put it opting out, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like you said, you know, Chester is just influential on, on music just on the world in general. Yeah. You know, I mean, like you said, like their, their most recent stuff, you know, hasn't, has kind of gone away from, from where they started, but like they are still, you know, topping charts worldwide, you know, Definitely. like people really like their music, you know, old stuff, new stuff, whatever. And, you know, it's just sad. And, and like yeah. you said, it creates a ripple effect throughout the community, throughout the world. And, you know, we always have to come together and, you know, and just care a little bit more. For those who are around us. I agree. Because I think that's exactly what, what Chester would want us to do. Definitely. And I think it'd be appropriate um, if anybody listening to this has um, issues, problems um, uh, that they're feeling can't be resolved or they're feeling you know suicidal or depressed or just sad or whatever, Like, reach out to someone. Reach out to one of your friends. Reach out to one of us. If you know mm-hmm. us personally, reach out. If you can find us on social media, reach out. We'll definitely be willing to talk. We're here. We're, you know, we're, we're listening and we care. Yeah, definitely. So take care of yourself. Absolutely. All right. So to finish off the episode, like we always do, we will give some music suggestions, music that you maybe haven't listened to before, music that you haven't listened to in a long time, um, or like new bands that you've never even heard of that you should check out. Um, and today in light of recent events that we just talked about with the 
passing of Chester Bennington. We wanted to do some tribute to Linkin Park, some of our favorite songs. And as you'll hear in the next episode, Linkin Park was the first band I ever saw live, the first real show that I ever went to. Um, and there's just a funny story about one of my favorite songs by Linkin Park is called Faint. A lot of you have heard it. Um, if you haven't heard it, you should go and check it out now. If you haven't heard it in a long time, go ahead and check it out now. If you heard it earlier today, go ahead and listen to it again because it's great. But what uh, I wanted to tell a real quick story about it. I was on my mission. I So I served a two-year mission in Paraguay for my church teaching and, and offering service and stuff. And one night, it was super late at night, I was with um, one of my companions because they're always with a companion that was Mexican, didn't speak English. And we were waiting for a bus and... Um, we were just standing on the corner waiting for a bus and I was pumped because we just had a really good lesson or, or I was just really excited. I was happy, like pretty much my whole mission. I was just happy. And for some reason I was thinking about Lincoln Park and I remember just putting up my foot on a, like a stump or a, a curb or something. I can't remember, but I just felt like a singer in a band, you know, like at the front of the stage, they have those boxes that they put their knee up on and they just like lean down and scream. And I was just like screaming the words to faint. And it was like nine o'clock at night, super cold outside. So nobody was out. We were under the street lamp and I just felt like really cool. So that's like one of my fond memories of that song. Um, but yeah, so my music suggestion this week is a song faint by Lincoln Park. Go ahead and check that out. And um, as well, you know, Vance, Vance kind of stole my thunder a little bit. Um, <laughs> Faint is also my favorite um, Linkin Park song. But a very close second, just by uh, by the hairs of the chinny chin chin, is is, is Paper Cut um, off of Hybrid Theory. Um, I just love how, uh, how how versatile Chester is. They come out in Meteora and he's he screams a lot and it's, you know, pretty... Um, pretty screamy like just awesome edgy and then he comes out right out first song off off a uh, hybrid theory and he's almost like rapping yeah along with it like rap rock and i just love that versatility love that song um so you, you might have already listened to it today as well but if you haven't listened to it again paper cut lincoln park sweet the bee's knees <laughs> um well guys that is the end of the podcast thanks for listening thanks, thanks for hanging so out much. with us means a lot. We have fun doing it, so we're going to keep doing whether you listen to it or not. And if, if you're still listening to this right now, you're, you're our favorite people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so make sure you check us. We'll be releasing every week. And hit us up on social media. If you know us in person, just send us a text saying you're thinking about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, just let us know you're there. Just let us know you're just, there. Just holler at We're us. just lonely. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening again. Make sure to check us out next week. Like us on Facebook. Share with your friend. Listen to Pop Punk. Do it. Anything to add before we finish? Every day with Pop Punk is a dang good day.